0: Welcome back to The Brookfield Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Laudenslager, and today on the show, we've got a very exciting guest, very important guest, Daniel Abdallah, CTO of The Brookfield Group. Daniel, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So, we're we're kind of talking about what's going on, and if you don't know what's going on, then live under a rock, I think, but COVID-19, coronavirus, it's changed the way we are living is changing the way we're working. And Daniel and I are today are just gonna talk a little bit about how the virus has affected the workplace and how Brookfield Group is changing and helping improve your work from home or your current office. So Daniel, what are some of your thoughts on on, you know, how have offices been like generally affected by, by the pandemic and work from home?
1: Yeah, obviously it, it varies uh, company to company, and unfortunately there are some that have not, you know, been able to weather this as as well as others. But I think in most ways it made every office business individual rethink how they work, how they work from home, how they work in the office, and how they're going to prepare for those things
0: in the future. So what are some things that the Berkfield Group has done to really enable and empower individual users to work from home
1: yeah i mean internally we're really fortunate because all of the tools that we use are hosted outside of our four walls and are all cloud based solutions that allow our team to work from anywhere at any time but we also had a fairly flexible work from home policy in place already. And so our team was pretty familiar with it. We obviously adopted some things that we can talk about later, but to help us um, stay in touch better, communicate better, stay on top of the day-to-day tasks that you normally remember or get done by bumping into people in the hallway that wasn't happening anymore, obviously. Externally, I think a lot of our customers have started to see what what we had been talking about maybe for the last year or so about collaboration and how to rethink how that works and uh, moving to solutions that allow you to be able to be more collaborative and be free from the office walls, um, if you will, and enabling them to work wherever they they want to, giving um, them more flexibility, which tends to mean happier employees.
0: Yeah, and I think... Brookfield is a is an Office three six five shop.
1: Microsoft. Microsoft. Sorry, no.
0: Microsoft 365, the name changed. Um, and one tool that we've we, we've moved to is Teams. Tell me about the move to Teams and what um we were we previously using as a kind of combination of tools.
1: Yeah, so we've we've been using some sort of internal chat tool for almost yeah, yeah, pretty close to five years, and that started with Slack. It started with the free version of Slack, as most people do. You quickly find out that that doesn't cut it because you want to integrate all the things. Yeah. And we moved, and we were paying, you know, a decent amount of money to for for Slack every month to be able to have our people use the tools that they wanted to use. And we used that for a while. We were happy with it. You know, it had its up, it's had it up, had its ups and downs, but overall it was it was very helpful. It was a big change and win for our company, but. Within the last year, we made the, the switch over to Teams and consolidating all of our tools that we had previously into Teams. So that being Slack, Zoom, a couple other conferencing solutions that we had, and it you know it all started to add up to to some serious dollars that we collapsed into our Microsoft 365 licensing, and now we've fully adopted Teams. We're all in on it. We've also um, helped many customers make that migration as well. We are definitely a, a company that if we're going to recommend it, we're going to use it and eat your own dog food, as they say. <laughs> and so we did. we took the plunge before we started moving any of our customers over to it. And it's been great. I think it's actually been one of the biggest positives from our work from home situation was everybody being in teams, being able to communicate. We have three different offices, Carmel, Indiana, St. Louis, Missouri, and Olympia, Washington. And we've actually gotten, our communication has gotten better now that everyone is remote and forced to work through a unified communication system like Teams for us to be able to get everything done. It's actually been a positive out of this whole thing, which is a surprising uplift and something that I wasn't entirely expecting, but has been really cool to see.
0: Yeah, I think with Teams especially it sort it consolidated all of those different tools that we were using and like you said it just made communication even better cuz like right from in Teams I can just jump on a video call or start yep. a meeting or throw a file up to somebody and I'm not having to like go into email or go into a file share app or go into like another video platform like Zoom or something it's all sort of in there and you still have those kind of boards, those teams that certain people can have access to. You can set up sub channels within there. So it's really, really powerful for organization and yeah. for people like groups within the company to still remain um, in communication with each other and get notified about their certain tasks, but still mm-hmm. be able to communicate with the larger, with um everybody yeah. else.
1: Yeah. One word of warning is uh, thinking out that migration or transition and and thinking about what teams you want. And what we did actually was create a subset of users that are the only ones that are allowed to create teams because very quickly people who do make the switch will start to see teams popping up for everything. And I know we're saying teams a lot, but the hierarchy (laughs) is you have a team within teams and then you have channels underneath it. And those channels make up a team that get assigned to s- specific people. And if you're not careful, things will get, teams will get made for the funniest and the smallest things. And you yeah. you as the overseer or, or person in charge of IT or technology or whatever will start to be like, why does that exist? There should have been a channel underneath your team and not an entire another team. So yeah. yeah, so word of warning, plan it out and make sure that you, you know, how you want your, your team's environment to work and function.
0: Yeah. And really, it's like a, a security thing as well. Cause you want to make sure that the right people have the, yeah. you know, just with the, like all software, the right people have the right access. And you open the keys to everybody and people start to abuse the system. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's so definitely, what about.
1: yeah. Keeping, keeping track of everything. It is a very powerful tool. But if you, if you let it, Scope creep too much, it ends up being something that's not that effective. And we were we were very careful about that internally because we have a ton of different tools that we use. Some we use more than others. And this was one of the ones that I, I definitely wanted us to have a unified experience on and, and have it set up correctly from the beginning. And so far, I think it's been, been working out pretty well.
0: Yeah, agreed. So speaking of security, obviously network security is... A huge part of anybody's business but now that you know there's all these people working from home sitting on their home Wi-Fi and not within the confines of a firewall what are some tools and ways that people can securely access into their company's network
1: so you're not you're, you're telling me not everybody has a full firewall sitting at their house in front of their you know, no Wi-Fi? I do well, for those of you that don't I have one, yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of different there's a there's a lot of opportunity out there right now for bad people to do bad things, and it's 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 definitely difficult because once you leave the confines of the confines, that sounds so negative, but once you leave <laughs> the the walls of the office, it's a lot of the security doesn't translate. A lot of people use the default at t spectrum comcast modem as their firewall and their wi-fi and those come with the default password with the with the default password that's key you you'd never want to change that no i'm just kidding that's a joke please please change those (laughs) passwords no we it's you know there's a lot of people that don't know and nor should they have to know how to protect themselves when they're outside of the office and and how does an employer take the security from the office and putting it at home. So there's there's you know the traditional things, you know using a VPN, a lot of people are familiar with that idea and concept. You fire up your VPN, you connect back to the office, then you have access to all your work tools and you're behind the company security features and things like that. That's that's a great way to do it, simple, straightforward. Most people understand how to do it. Oh, uh, what that what that doesn't protect from is when they're off VPN and their machine gets compromised or somebody has access to their Wi-Fi or their home internet and when they're off of VPN, they get compromised. And then when they connect to VPN, boom, all of a sudden it's they're connected like they're inside the office behind all the walls. So that's how you see, you know, ransomware and things like that hit a file share even though people are using VPN. So specifically what we've done is we've tried to find a suite of services, whether it's home built or things that we've found by looking to our partners that we use to serve our customers to find solutions that allow us to take the same enterprise level security that we give to customer office spaces that allow them to take it home so that means a lot of what we do is agent based and follows the computer desktop phone whatever it is that the that the employee is using to be able to always give them always on protection basically so we have some different firewall tools we have secure DNS options. So we have antivirus, anti-malware, dark web monitoring, intrusion protection. We have additional tools that can help train users using, you know, phishing campaign software and other, you know, bits and pieces of knowledge that we can impart to users on what to look out for when they're at home or when they're in an area like Starbucks or something like that. To be able to keep keep them protected. The big thing is just building a solution that works wherever they are and isn't just doesn't turn off when they leave the office space. And it gets tricky if it's you have a bring your own device policy that's not a company owned machine. So you're putting a you're putting software or something on somebody's personal device, so you have to be careful about those things. So a lot of companies moving to the cloud and things like that in order to remove the need for it to come back to a company-owned infrastructure that that helps you want to make sure you're using 2fa and something to add additional security and you're monitoring how people are using the apps and making sure there's no weird usage of it but there's it's it's tough it's definitely tough but there are a lot of options out there and we've we've been looking at these probably about a year and a half ago we started picking Tool by tool, what we needed to fill a particular gap and what we what we had what we were missing from a security suite of products, and all have been tested. We have plenty of them out in the field right now, working, and we're ready to implement implement more if people need
0: it. Yeah, and that's one thing. One thing that's really uh, I think important is the Brookfield Group as an MSP is that technology partner that you want to have. Like right now is the time to be really reassessing your technology and saying, all right, are these tools the most effective for us, the most cost effective? You know, everybody's going to start finding holes in their hardware, like, oh, this laptop is six and a half years old and I can't really use it at home anymore because, you know, a long list of reasons. So having that that partner as with the Brookfield group, we provide all these These services, but then also at the end of the day, we provide somebody that you can call and message and get a hold of our our help desk team and get you know a person to help fix, and that's like really the bread and butter, I think, of all this.
1: Yeah, that's that's one of the the cool things about what we do and how we do it is even before everything that's happened in the last few months happened, we've been a remote to our customer technology team and we have spent the last 30 years picking tools and services that allow us to service a customer wherever they are whether they're in one of our uh, states that has or cities that we have a location in or if they're in a city that we have no presence in at all and we're doing all of the the remote uh, all of the work remotely so for us it was it was it was very seamless for us to pick up our staff have them work from home turn on all the same security features that we're talking about here and continue to support our customer base and to the, to our customer it's the same support that they've been used to we're we're here we're we're here via phone email you know, any way that you normally get a hold of us, we're still here, we're still working, we're still picking up calls and, and helping people the same way we had three years ago, five years ago. And so for us it was it was pretty um it was pretty cool to see the how our customers reached out to us and asked for our advice on how to keep working because they kind of knew we'd been doing that for a while.
0: Yeah. I think with with post post COVID nineteen I think that we're going to see a lot of people and a lot of businesses realize that they are, if more, if not, you know, more effective, more efficient working remote. I mean, it, it definitely takes like a certain personality type, but having the tools available to them and being able to uh, have that flexibility, I think it's going to be a lot of change coming in the next, you know, months, slash years.
1: Yeah, I can I can definitely say we've seen that from from our team where we've been actually a little more efficient than we have when we were all in the office especially on our uh, the development side of our house I feel like we've been getting twice as twice as much work done in in the same amount of time so it's been cool to see how people have adapted and I think that a lot of organizations are going to see similar trends and might see, You know who is who's leading the pack during during times like this, and who do they need to focus on helping them helping those individuals figure out how do they help them work from home? Basically, help them help themselves. And I think a lot of a lot of people will start to realize that working from home isn't as scary as it once was thought to be. So I think that'll be really cool for companies being able to branch out more from. From a talent base, rather than it being in their home state or in their home city, you know, especially tech companies being able to recruit good talent from anywhere in the U.S. I mean, there's there's great people doing awesome work, and I think a lot of people have realized you don't have to be in the same city, state, zip code, or anything to be able to
0: to work together anymore. Right. So we talked about security. What's kind of something that the Brookfield group can provide? I want to say offer. Mm-hmm. But what, what's kind of special that we're gonna be um offering people from a, a network security assessment point of view?
1: Yeah, I think the I think the main thing that that we're offering is is somebody that will listen to the concerns that you have first and foremost, not not just saying, Hey, here's here's all our Tips and tricks and tools that we recommend you using because not everything works for every company. Everybody has different needs and different roadblocks around how tools can work for them. So, I think the first thing to know is that if there's anybody out there that has a question or is trying to figure out how do I navigate work from home or now bringing people back to the offices safely, we have. A team of people here that are ready to talk and listen to what concerns and troubles you have, and and try and come up with creative solutions to help you get your people working again. We're we're having to kind of some in some cases undo what has been done, and make sure when people are coming back, they're 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 staying safe. But you know, on the topic of work from home, it's what 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 I mostly focus on it right now is is the security. Features and tools that we can provide. I, I rattled off a list a little bit earlier, but secure DNS. That being, when you go to the internet, it's going to check the site that you're going to to make sure that it's a a known good site and not a malicious site. If it is a malicious site, it'll just stop you from reaching there, reaching that site entirely. This is to help with, you know, generic viruses, generic malware. But it also helps tremendously against ransomware, crypto, all the nasty things that you see that make headlines when they lock up a school or a, or a, ch- uh, a, a hospital and are holding up ransom for it. That's, that's kind of one of our go-to tools to help prevent that. A firewall has traditionally been something that is tied to a specific location. We now have the ability to set up virtual firewalls that are agent-based. So... When that agent is on and running, it is putting you behind the corporate rules and policies. And we can set those to be where the end user can't turn them on and they turn on right when the computer boots up. So um, always on security is kind of what we are looking for. And all of these tools do that. The one that I think is probably the most interesting is our, our dark web monitoring tools that we have to keep an eye on where end user credentials are on the internet and on the dark web so it's a constantly it's constantly monitoring a company domain or email address or whatever it is that wants to be monitored and we get live real-time alerts when somebody's password credentials or whatever are are leaked and then we can go in alert the user and get those changed right away so that way they they can't um, be the vulnerability point any longer
0: for an organization Yeah. So a lot there, a lot to think about. Of course, as always, you can go to thebrookfieldgroup.com to find out more information and get a hold of us. If you're interested in finding out more services that the Brookfield Group uh, provides. Daniel, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Look forward to uh, hopefully having some cool conversations out of this. Thanks for listening. Thanks.